What's up? This is NS Kenner from your Boston Celtics and I just want to say what's up to my boy Gally over at B-Town Action. I hope you guys doing well. See you at one of my games. What up? This is Dwight Howard. You're listening to my boy Chris Galley here on Bookie Nights Podcast. What's up, guys? Brian Scalabrini, a.k.a. Scal, and I want to give a huge shout-out to my boy Galley and the rest of the crew over at Bookie Nights, all right? For the White Mamba, I'm out of here. See ya. Let's go, B-Town action. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're hanging out with my friend, Chris Galley. Craig, let's get right into it. We are very far behind. Uh, Craig and Galley here are going to give you some Week 11 picks and predictions in the NFL. A couple of teams you won't hear us talking about this week, uh, the Broncos and the Rams. The Rams got absolutely molested by uh, San Francisco this past week. And so they have a bye week coming up, which is well-needed, well-deserved. Um, it also means that I'm going to be without the services of Cooper Cup uh, this week. Not a huge fan of that because my fantasy team is kind of in shambles a bit because Kamara is out for the second week in a row. And I'll let you know how last week went in a second. But um, the Rams are going to need this week off to if they, will, if they have hopes of getting a nice bounce back week um, next week. But, Craig, my friend, speaking of bounce back week, bounce back weeks, easy for me to say. Uh, you and I were both profitable last week. We went from not profiting at all to both of us profiting. So we do have a winner this week. Craig, you went 8-6-1 for just under 58%, plus 1.6 units. I went 10-4-1 for an even 70%, plus 6.15 units. And uh, we both hit our bankroll bet too. And let's fucking just bask in this for a while because oh yeah we haven't I don't, I don't i'm not sure if we have both hit our bankroll bet and profited and if we have it hasn't it hasn't been you know since maybe week one or two so let's uh let's bask in this but let's also have a short-term memory when it comes to this because as you know and i say it all the time it doesn't matter how you start it matters how you finished but uh let's get into these bankroll bets Craig, you had the under 53.5 in the Minnesota-LA uh, Chargers game at minus 115. Minnesota won that game 27-20. Cash that, uh, cash that ticket, no problem. And last week, I said that Vegas was begging. Absolutely fucking begging. Panhandling for my KC money. And typically, I would look at that and say it was a trap. I did say it was a trap, but I couldn't help but to jump all over that. Um, I had KC in the first quarter, minus a half a point at plus 110. They were up 7 nothing at, at the end of the first quarter. They never looked back. They won 41-14. to Mahomes went apeshit. He, he threw for like 500 yards and four scores. Yeah, uh, and he fucked up my parlay too. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Hey, you win some, you lose some. You 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 know by now, my man. But I tell you what, if uh, for all you listeners out there that actually liked what we did for our bankroll bets, if you parlayed them, you landed yourself an extra two point nine three units. So, uh, congratulations if you if you did. And I did mention we are recording this late. We're recording this on Saturday night, which means that one game is already in the books. My New England Patriots at Atlanta. Um, Craig gets an auto L because he forgot to post the pick on Twitter. And I, no, I think what we should do from now on is like make that a two unit loss, like an automatic two unit loss. I like working from behind. Give it to me. All right. No, no, you got what? No, but since it's the first time that it happened, what we're going to do is since I lost my pick. I'm going to give you the exact same loss that I had, just to level the playing field a bit. All right. And so for those of you wondering what I did for my pick, I took Atlanta plus the seven points. Now, Craig, let me ask you a question. If the gambling gods came to you in a dream 
on Wednesday night and told you that the Patriots would only have fucking 13 points on the board at the start of the fourth quarter and that Mac Jones would finish the game with only one touchdown pass and a pick. Wouldn't you wake up Thursday morning and absolutely hammer the Falcons plus seven and a half before it moved down to six and a half? And seven? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. The Pats D was the story of Thursday night's game and, and not Little Mac. And all you listeners out there, don't try to steal Little Mac from me. I'm the only one that ever called him Little Mac. Everyone calls him like fucking Mac and cheese or some dumb shit like that. Fuck off with that. I think that's dumb. But anyways, the defense at the end of the game picked off every fucking quarterback that Atlanta decided to dress. Literally, all three <laughs> quarterbacks. Defense was like, yep, boom, fucking boom, thank you, fucking boom, thank you, fucking boom, thank you. I mean, does Josh Rosen even count? Yeah. I, I don't even remember he the third. Sucks. I don't even remember the third quarterback that came in, and at, at that point, the coach was just like, "All right, fuck it, you give it a whirl." He drops back and tries to throw his first pass, and it's like, "Oh, yep, later to the house, whatever." But um, yeah, Pats win twenty-five zip. But I, why am I still not upset about my pick at Falcons plus seven? Like again, thirteen points the Pats had on the board. At the start of the fourth quarter. You're telling me you couldn't hit two fucking field goals? You couldn't score one fucking touchdown? I don't know. But um, I had mentioned last week about my fantasy team and how concerned I was because Brady had no one to throw to. Everyone on Every one of his receivers were hurt. And that was concerning because they ended up losing. Uh, Kamara was out, so I needed a running back. And I was also concerned that P.J. Walker wouldn't throw to D.J. Moore. I was also concerned that Cooper Cup wouldn't get as many looks with OBJ and his crying ass on the fucking team now. Um, wasn't the case. Cooper Cup, he dealt once again. He got me like 20 points. So there I was Sunday morning, and I was like, I'm going to stop Mike Davis. That's it. I'm going to stop Mike Davis. And then about 10 seconds later, I go, what the fuck am I thinking? I can't stop Mike Davis. So I jump on the wave of wire. Guess who I picked up? Mark Ingram. Ramondre Stevenson. Ooh, okay. He went off for 100 yards and fucking two touchdowns. Absolutely torched the fucking uh, the Cleveland Browns defense. Browns. Yeah. So my question for you is, does Cleveland have a bounce back game as they host the Detroit Lions as 11.5-point favorites at home. Totals at 43.5. Who are you taking? Uh, to be honest with you, in this game, I think the Browns do have a bounce-back game. But, I mean, shit, Detroit also tied last week. You were huge favorites on Detroit last week. I have the biggest hat on for fucking Detroit, and I have zero <laughs> idea why. They're and 0 that, Because of that. I'm going with the over 43 and a half minus 115. I think the over is going to smash. I can see the Browns coming out, uh, have a nice bounce back game. Detroit's going to carry that momentum into this game. What do you think? Um, well, I, I, I would, I would love to say, I, I kind of think the same, but I think if this game goes over, I think it's going to be because it's going to be on Cleveland. I think Cleveland has a chance to blow them out right now. And Nick Chubb is active, by the way. He's yeah. active in this game. And stay tuned because at the end of the show, I will talk about who is active, who is inactive this week, some key key players uh, right before our bankroll bet. But go ahead, Chris. Sounds good. Um, but, yeah, I do think there's going to be a lot of running in this game, especially with Tim Boyle, not Jared Goff, getting the start. And I don't know. I, I actually think the exact opposite I definitely see a lot of running, and especially with Baker Mayfield still being kind of hurt. He's definitely ailing. He's, he's most likely going to get the start. He's only missed one start his entire career due to injury, and it was like two weeks ago or some shit like that, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm going with the exact opposite of you. I'm going with the under 43 and a half. And I definitely think in DFS, uh, DeAndre Swift is a 
must start. I'll say it again. DeAndre Swift, a must start. But let's go on to our next game. San Francisco minus six on the road against Jacksonville. Totals at 45. And uh, I'm just going to say right now, despite what they did to the Rams last week, San Francisco is still absolute trash. Give me the home dog. I'm taking Jacksonville plus six. And um, I'm also starting Jacksonville defense in DFS. What do you got? Oh, I, I like the Jacksonville start in DFS. Uh, for me, I am actually going opposite. I'm going San Fran minus six, minus 115. Uh, I still think Jacksonville is pretty dog shit. Um, Robinson, he's been questionable all week. I'm still keeping an eye on if I should start him or not, because if not, and he had dropped someone to pick up Carlos Hyde, who is also questionable this week. Um, so praying to the football gods that Robinson starts. Um, but I honestly think San Fran's going to come into Jacksonville and beat them. Um, I could see it at least by a touchdown or maybe 10 points. Huge letdown spot for San Francisco after absolutely manhandling the Rams. Um, I think the plus 220 for, for Jacksonville is 100% in play here. I could if, just if, be- Rob- if Robinson does play, though, like he is the type of guy, Chris, that he can change the game himself. I mean, if you look at his uh, points he put up in fantasy this whole season so far, I mean, when he has solid games, he has solid games. You know, he finds the end zone once or twice. He'll uh, it, he'll rush. He'll catch balls out of the backfield. So, I mean, he, he is a solid option for Lawrence. Um, nice old safety blanket. So if he does play, I mean, shit, the, the tides could turn real quick in this game. No, without a doubt. Without a doubt. In any event, let's uh, let's jump on to our next game. Indianapolis Colts visiting Buffalo Bills. Now, this is a uh, this is a repeat of what we had in the playoffs in 2020 when uh, Philip Rivers and company had a shot. They had a legit shot of beating Buffalo. Uh, Philip Rivers overthrew, I think it was Mo Alley Cox or someone, and it just went right off, right off his fingertips. And um, they eventually took the lead that game as well. So you're talking an extra seven points there. And uh, they, they were also forced to go for a two-point conversion in that game as well. And uh, they didn't convert naturally. But, um, but anyways, they had a chance to win that fucking game. Now they have a new quarterback in Carson Wentz. And Jonathan Taylor, let's be honest, he has gotten one million percent better. Like, he's an absolute horse. But, like I said, Buffalo Bills at home, seven and a half point favorites. Totals at 50. Where are you going here? Uh, I think it's going to be a cold one up in Buffalo for sure. Uh, as you know, being from Massachusetts yourself, it, it's getting pretty nippy out there. So, uh, I could definitely see this being a cold one, which uh, can only mean one thing. There's going to be a lot of running involved. Um, so, I honestly think... Jonathan Taylor is going to have a huge game uh, between Singletary and Moss. There's going to be a lot of carries there as well. I honestly think the over 24 and a half minus 105 in the first half is a absolute smash because even if the quarterbacks do come out the gate, hucking the ball around, you got Stefan Diggs on the bill side, along with Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders and on the Colts side, Pittman jr. Taylor out of the backfield. Um, so it's going to be, I I think this is going to, this is one of my top games this weekend, um, to, to watch just because of, uh, both teams, you know, both teams have been pretty solid and the Colts are on hard knocks. They're doing a hard knocks mid season, uh, in game shit. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It like in, in game, in practice, mid season bullshit. So, I mean, this is going to be interesting to watch too. Um, I could definitely see it being a, a complete shootout on both sides. Uh, that's why I like the over in the, in the first half. All right, so we're on different pages again, but I'm I'm actually going to take the full game under on this one. I, I might be sweating it out, though. I, I do think it, ha- it has a potential to be a shootout, 
But both defenses are pretty decent. And if you're telling me there's going to be a lot of running involved, it's going to be a cold one. I can all, and we talk about it all the time. When it's cold, I'm sorry, not when it's cold. When there's running involved, tick, tick, tick. The clock runs. And when the clock runs and you're running, you know, you're not getting into the end zone. Like, so for me, I, I love the under 50. Um, well, I don't love the under 50. I like it enough to make it my show pick. I, this is definitely not going to make my card, but I do agree with you when you say this is going to be a game to watch. So I'm going to go with the under 50 at minus 115. Now, uh, a game I'm definitely not going to watch and have zero fucking interest in watching is this next one when uh, the, the Jets play host to the Miami Dolphins. Nice uh, AFC East division rivalry uh, game here. Jets up plus three and a half. Total is at 45. Um, I don't know about you, but... This line absolutely smells. and But for me, two bad teams usually somehow equates to a ton of offense. Give me the over 45 at minus 105. I do really like Carter in this game for the Jets. It's been pretty solid against shitty teams. I mean, everyone's really sweating Miami's defense, saying they're like the next best thing since sliced bread. I'm not buying it just yet. I like their defense. I don't love their defense. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. I am playing them in uh, in one of my fantasy leagues this week, though, because I'd rather play them than risk playing the Colts against the Bills. Um, but, I mean, shit, other than Carter, I really don't like the Jets too much. The only reason why this game's not making my card this week is because I Joe Flacco kind of scares me a little bit. He is getting the start for the Jets. Scares you in what way? Um, I'm I'm still a little scarred from my survival pool. I got the boot from that the week uh, Joe Burrow lost to the Jets because of Mike fucking White. So uh, (laughs) uh, I'm still a little scarred from that. So uh, Joe Flacco scares me a little bit. Um, To my pick for this game. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking shitty one. That's for sure. Got fucking carried by Ray Lewis. Um, I like Miami minus three and a half, minus one oh five. I think Miami does win this game in in uh MetLife, but I I, I don't see it by much, you know. I, I mean Waddle's due for a fucking game, bro. Like that that he was one of the top receivers out of the draft and he hasn't done shit. And Tua is playing this week, so he likes maybe him. he'll get him. Yeah. He likes him. When, yeah, when Tua so, came in last week for for the injured Brissett, he's the first person he found. He's like, "Oh, Waddle, by the way, let's let's fucking do this." Threw it right. Parker to him. Parker's just been too banged up this year, you know. Yeah, he said the shoulder issue. I what was that? I think it was shoulder and uh, like uh, elbow issue. It was all two upper body injuries in one week, um, and he's had that. It's been lingering for him, so. I mean, he's not as reliable. They they need to u- utilize Waddle and Jasicki more. I couldn't agree more. Speaking of Jasicki, he, Jasicki, Jasecki, I say it 17 different ways. I say it different every single time I say his name. Um, He was on the waiver wire in one of my leagues this week. You got to pick him up, dude. He, he had a shitty week last week. He had seven targets against Baltimore. He didn't get any of them, and he got fucking – he threw a goose egg up. And it's funny, too, because I traded him uh, right before that – like right before that game, and the kid actually put him in at tight end, and I got Amari Cooper for him. But, That's I mean, insane. shit. I mean, Amari Cooper, he he really hasn't been much better. But um, CD I mean, Lamb just, is what it's all about, man. Amari Cooper hey, will Co- definitely get his games, though. Um, To, to add to the old injury report – Cooper should he, he's going to be out this week and most likely next week because he has COVID. So um, he's useless to me right now. But um, Amari Cooper, he, I, I felt like it was a pretty fair trade, even though Jasicki, he's pretty up and down like the stock market. So, um, I mean, shit, he, he's due for a game, you know, against these shitty teams. He thrives. So he he's definitely a, a DFS lock for me this week. And you know what? Like. Anyone else that's, I mean, that's seen him on the waiver wire should have put a claim in for him. But, dude, I have Kittle as my as my main guy, and my backup is fucking Tyler Higby. 
I don't need to pick up Jacecki. You know nah. what I mean? Yeah. So, and a lot of people don't value tight ends either in, in fantasy, which is kind of hi. Funny. Nice to meet you. My name's Gally, and I could give two flying fucks who my tight ends are. Exactly. See, I'm the type of guy who drafts two tight ends because I love run. Like for me, beginning of the year, I was running Mark Andrews in the flex, and I was running Waller at tight end. Oh, that's know? pretty dope, though. But then I traded Andrews, and I ended up getting a boatload in return from from a guy in my league, and. uh I'm kind of kicking myself because I think in that trade I I included uh, Carter as well, so um, that, that's coming back to bite me a little bit in my ass. But. I mean, I mean, maybe only if it's a keeper league and only if you it got, is if if you got caught a like late, like I'm talking like 15, 14, 15, 16 late, then yeah, that could potentially bite you in the ass. Yeah, it, it was a late one for sure, but um, hey, so up next we have the Washington Football Team. Visiting the Carolina Panthers. Now, here's, here's another spread that doesn't make too much sense. Uh, Panthers are three and a half point, uh, three and a half point favorites, and the total's at 43 and a half. Now, my whole thing with this is I talk about letdown spots a lot, and this right here is definitely one of them. Cam Newton, we all know the story. I'm back, and he wouldn't let anyone fucking. Forget it. He screamed it 11 times. Now, he, you know, two weeks ago, what was he doing? Nothing. Sitting on the couch. Sitting on the couch. And then the first opportunity he gets, you knew once they got deep in the red zone towards the goal line, they were going to put him in. The defense knew, Arizona's defense knew what the fuck Cam Newton was going to do. They still couldn't stop it. Next possession, they go down all the way again. Now they're like, fuck, now we're scared of him running, and now we're not paying attention to Robbie Anderson being like, hi, how are you? I still play football. You know? DJ Moore, who the fuck's that guy, dude? They haven't used him in I, like I know. Weeks. That's why I'm scared about my, my fantasy upcoming this week. It, it's fucking killing me, dude. The, I traded for him. Man, I traded like Kenny Galladay, who hasn't even found the end zone this year. He's only found the training table the whole season. Um, and I, I think I traded Miles Sanders, too. So, um, I mean, overall, it's a pretty good trade. And I got uh, – the Williams running back from Denver, and then I got more. And, I mean, Williams could be a solid keeper going forward because he's been getting majority of the carries for Denver. But uh, to focus on this game, man, like Washington's without Chase Young, though. You know, Chase Young's done for the year. Exactly So, that. And Washington's defense hasn't been shit as it is. So, I, I mean, yeah, they beat Tom Brady last week, but who did Tom have to throw to? He, he had a team of fucking people that were hurt. Gronk's been hurt. AB fucking is in the same boat as Rogers lying about his vaccine. Fucking allegedly, a, allegedly. Don't 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 sully that man's good name, dude. He AB freaking reached out to someone trying to get a fake vaccine card. Like dude, allegedly, come on. Yeah, it, knowing him though, he's a fucking clown. He would do that something like that. Do you know him personally? <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> dude. Like, right. come on, dude. Like, like, let's be realistic. Like, Tom didn't have a team last week, and hopefully he doesn't have a team this week either because uh, maybe they'll take another L. But yeah, we understand. for this game, for this game, I think Cam Newton, first game at home, back with the Panthers. I could see him coming out and winning. That's why I like Carolina money line minus one sixty five. Holy shit, that is that is pretty it's pretty steep. But um I kind of agree with you. Like you said, no Chase Young. He's done for the year. Uh both teams coming off very impressive wins. And let's be honest, Cam Newton, as far as morale, team morale goes, like and just city morale. He comes in on the first play ever. He's fresh too, dude. Yeah, he comes. He's fresh. He hasn't played. He's been sitting on the fucking couch. No injuries. Fresh arm, dude. And he's he, vaccinated. Like, legit. 
it's like bringing a reliever out of the fucking bullpen, dude. He's like, all right, guys, I'm ready to go. Like, let's get this dub. So, I mean, dude, this could fucking regenerate Carolina. They have a, they have McCaffrey, you know, he's good now. So you got more, you got Anderson, you know, the, the offense is rolling for them now. I mean, maybe if they get Luke Keekly out of retirement, oh, maybe then we're it. brewing something. But so, see, I mean, you're actually proving my point. Why Why isn't this line bigger than three and a half? Uh, why isn't this line bigger than three and a half? Dude, everyone's still sweating Washington's defense. Oh, dude. Best but the only reason the why East. they were gobbling on Washington defense, you know what, is because of Chase Young, who doesn't matter anymore in this game. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I, this this makes no sense. Uh, ADHD moment for a second. Bruins win 5-2. And, yeah, uh, I, I saw Pasternak scored before. I wanted to say something, but I didn't want to interrupt. No, him. that's uh, fine. Again, ADHD to my left. Craig Smith had a fucking beautiful goal. There's cookies everywhere. He just fucking roofed it. It was beautiful. Anyways, back to this. Um, yeah, this line should be bigger. So, I do think that, I mean, Washington money line could be in play here. But uh, what I'm going to go with is I think that Washington's defense might struggle early with the, you know, with the absence of Chase Young. I know they had a play last week without him as well. But, I, th- I mean, it, they could take a little while to get into their groove, which is why I'm going to go with Carolina in the first quarter minus a half a point, plus 105. Uh, I also think the under 43 and a half is definitely in play as well. Um, let's go on to our next game. We have the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears, uh, plus four and a half at home. Totals at 45 even. And, uh, I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that this game opened up Ravens minus seven, which is pretty steep, but I don't know. After a bad loss last week, a bad loss usually equals a strong start this week. Um, Khalil Mack, I know you probably have it on your injury report. Khalil Mack, yep. he's done. Is he, like he's, he's another done. one. But I mean, a late addition to the injury report, though. Um, Lamar is actually highly questionable. Holy shit, that I did not because know. of in, a non-COVID illness. So I don't know if it's a stomach bug. I don't know what it is. I mean, personally here, I went with Baltimore minus four, minus 115. Um, I like it. I mean, I'm not sold on the Bears whatsoever. I mean, I hope they keep fucking losing because like I repeat every week, we have their draft pick. So fuck the Bears. I love every team who fucking plays them. Um, So I like Baltimore minus four, Lamar or no Lamar. So. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, you'll be wearing your Lamar Jackson jersey this Sunday. Um, Biggest fanboy around. I um, like I said, bad bad week last week usually equals strong start this week. I'm taking Baltimore in the first quarter minus a half a point uh, for even money, and you know there's a good chance I'll be betting this in some way, shape, or form. Uh. Let's go on to our next game from one bird to another bird. Philly hosting the New Orleans Saints. Another line that's a head scratcher. Minus one and a half favorites are the Philadelphia Eagles. Totals at 43 even. What do you like here? Uh, I actually like the Saints money line. Reason being Kamara, no no Kamara. I really, really liked how Mark Ingram played last week. Um, The dude's got his swagger. You know, he's back with the Saints. And shit, I love that guy even ever since he was with the Saints. So um, I honestly think the loss of Winston isn't really hurting them that much. I think the Eagles, yeah, they got a win against Denver last week. But I mean, shit, I'm, if they beat the Saints this week, then I'm like, okay. You know, like I, I'm kind of sold on Philly. But until they beat the Saints this week, I'm really not sold too much. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's that's gonna be it's gonna be tough to beat the Saints. I'm not saying that they can't beat the Saints. 
What I am saying right now is Philly's stock is way up because, as you mentioned, they just beat Denver, who the week prior fucking spanked fucking the Cowboys. You know what I mean? So Philly's stock is up, and I genuinely think New Orleans, despite the fact that they're on the road, I think they should be favored in this, even if it's only by one and a half. I mean, they beat Tennessee last week, barely. But right, but like I said, give me the 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 road dog all day. I'm I'm right there with you. I got New Orleans money line at plus one fifteen as well. It's gonna be a cold one, but I mean, Mark Ingram's got experience playing in outside with uh, Baltimore the past year, so I mean, big trust, you know. And and you also mentioned that Jameis Winston not being in this, you could care less about, and they're not really missing them. No. But but I'm missing them because I have Jameis Winston as a future bet to lead the league in passing, which is fucking kaput. I mean, shit, dude. It sounds like a personal problem, if you ask me. It is a personal problem. <laughs> Up next, we have the Houston Texans visiting the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are minus 10.5 favorites. Totals at 44.5. Who do you like here? Oh, man, Texans are a dumpster fire. Um, I'm going the Tennessee side of the ball here. Going Tennessee minus six, minus 105 in the first half. Not going to lie to you, this game is not making my card whatsoever. Nothing. I'm not excited about it. You know, Derrick Henry's out for the year. So, I mean, shit. Ryan Tannehill doesn't excite me that too, that much, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, go ahead, you first, then I'll go ahead. No, no, I mean, Tennessee, dude, like, in the first half, I feel like the minus six is a lock. I feel like this game's going to be, be a blowout early. Well, I was going to say, Ryan Tannehill, for some reason, genuinely excites me. Now, you know me. I like to do all my picks. I like to do my DFS before I hear any outside white noise. And what I mean by that is, you know firsthand, if you send me a parlay or if you send me a couple of picks, I go, blah, blah, blah. I just, I I scroll right up. I don't even want to read the text. (laughs) I want nothing to do with anyone's fucking reasoning for making a pick. I want to make all my picks. I want to set up all my teams before I get any outside information just because I don't want to be influenced in any way, shape, or form. I fucking love Ryan Tannehill. I have started him um, on uh, like three or four um, FanDuel lineups, three or four DraftKings lineups. I absolutely love Ryan Tannehill this week. Also, I have a huge bone of a fucking Adrian Peterson. I know he's a fucking shell of himself, but um, with, what was it? Fucking Mickelson there. Hurt. He's the lead back. Yeah. He's the lead back. And I think he could absolutely fucking go to pound town. So if if he goes off for 100 yards and two scores, remember where you heard it first. Granted, you heard it fucking 12 hours before the game happened, but this is where <laughs> you heard it first. Um, let's do you see. think Do you think uh, Julio actually has himself a game? I Is he even playing? Uh, yeah, on the injury report that I saw, I don't even know if his name fucking made it because he's been uh, non-existent. Uh, exactly, year. I got any. I didn't even. I, he's he's like a non-factor to me. It's like it's like finding out that Dion Phaneuf just fucking retired. It's like, oh wow, I thought he. Yeah, I didn't even know he was still in the fucking league. I texted you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this guy's still on a fucking roster. I remember when he was like the big name in the Winter Classic out in Michigan that year against the Red Wings. Oh, man, like I, I bought like NHL 2009 and he was on the cover of it when he played for Calgary. All right, neither here yeah. nor there. We're drifting. But anyways, uh, the Texans only put up nine against Dolph- the Dolphins last week, which is very concerning, which makes me want to stay away from this large double-digit spread even more because, you know, I'm actually a fan of Tyrod Taylor. I, I think Brandon Cooks could also have a decent game, you know, tomorrow as well. Uh, I'm going to stay far away from this spread, but here's the bet that I really like. I love Tennessee team total over 14 and a half in the first half at plus 120. It's plus money. It's over 14 and a half. You're talking a touchdown per quarter 
and you mix in a fail goal. I think that is 100% doable. And like you, this game is not going to make my card whatsoever. But um, for show purposes, that's what I'm going to go with. Tennessee team total over 14.5 in the first half, plus 120. Um, let's go on to our next game. We have the Green Bay Packers visiting the Minnesota Vikings. This is a pick 'em here. The you know the Vikings are plus one dogs at home, and the total's at forty seven and a half. What do you like here? I'm um, going Green Bay money line minus one twenty. Uh, I think it has great value. Aaron Rodgers coming off the game he had last week. No Aaron Jones. Add that to the injury report. Yeah, we'll do a recap like I said before the bankroll bet. Um, but I mean, shit, dude, Dylan's a fucking beast in the backfield, you know, that almost Brandon Jacobs esque. you know, like he's the words right out of my mouth, not Brandon Jacobs, but he's a fucking tank, dude. Like, I mean, ah, shit, if they didn't give Aaron Jones that contract, he would easily be the RB one, you know, um, I saw that. Uh, what's his name? Fucking brain fart. I'm always good for one per episode. Uh, the wide receiver, the number one wide out for them. Help me out. What? Devonte Adams? Devonte. Yep. Yep. Fuck me. Right. Uh, Devonte Adams. He was questionable throughout the week, but he's good to go now. And I, I, this pick just fucking screams smash to me because, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers playing in the dome like that, that just gives him even that much more advantage. Um, and I, I just think Green Bay, they always toss Minnesota around, you know, like it, I don't I don't think Minnesota Minnesota is good, but I don't think they're good enough to beat Green Bay. I, I don't even think they're good. I don't I don't know. Call me crazy. I mean, obviously- I hate Kirk Cousins, bro. That dude's a oh, that guy grinds my gears. That's fine. Uh, he's a decent quarterback. He likes to air it out. He's he's fairly accurate, I guess. But it's it's like it's so sporadic. He's not worth that contract. No, he's no, not no, worth that not contract. All. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Like he, uh, you don't know. He's not consistent. I, I guess that it's a runaround way of me saying he's not fucking consistent. You never know, like what he's gonna fucking do. Because he'll be trash one game, then he'll light it up for fucking three fifty and and three. You know, so you never know. Um, But I agree with you. I I also like the Packers here. I'm not taking them on the money line. I'm not taking them minus the one. I'm taking them minus a half in the first quarter at plus 130. Like, I I would much rather lose that. Like, I'd much rather lose that way. I really would. The only thing that's very concerning is this line opened up Green Bay minus two and a half. But uh, SKO, well, they're getting some fucking love. So I don't know where it's coming from. So someone knows something we don't. I'm just hoping for Green Bay to win the coin toss, have Mason Crosby kick one for fucking 48, and then fucking bar down, see you the fuck later, Minnesota. Could care less about this fucking game. Uh, another game I could care less about is the Bengals visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Another pick em. We have the Bengals minus one on the road, and um, totals at fifty. Where are you going here? I mean, shit. You said you care less about this game. I kind of care about it a little bit because. Do you have I Chase think, Young? Uh, Chase Young. Oh my god, Jamal Chase on your fucking fantasy team. Yeah, or him and Burrow. But yeah, I wasn't okay. going that way. But all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vegas got their ass beat by the Giants. They got their ass beat by Kansas City. Uh, the Henry Rugg shit is definitely hurting them big time. You know, they, they're definitely feeling that. Um, and to be honest with you, I think Cincinnati coming off the bye nice and fresh. I think they go into Vegas and, and they, they give it to them as well. Um, I like Cincinnati minus the half a point for even money in the first half. I could easily see Cincy running away with this one by half or at least up by 10. You know, um, I don't see Vegas being contenders in this one. What do you think? I think that Vegas at home is a different fucking ball game. You've watched the games. This team is still brand fucking new to, I, I said to it, the Vegas I said it market. Week one. I said it week one. It's a club in the end zone. 
It's got to be. Yes. No, no. It, it, it's literally a club in the end zone. With Joe Burrow and Joe DJ. Mixon are going to be getting down that club. No, they are Chase not. Chase is going to be joining them as well, dude. <laughs> Uh, no, they are not because the DJ that works in Las Vegas is not going to fucking play music for fucking Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow, he's going to have a cigar ready for him in the fucking club, dude. Yeah. He's going to sit there and puff on it just like he did after the LSU win. Him and Jamar Chase, dude. Best one-two combo in the NFL right now. You know who else had a cigar in their mouth? It was fucking Mac Jones. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That picture. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, absolutely zero opinion on this game. Not betting it whatsoever. Give me the home dog. Like, it, if anything, I feel like this should be a minus one in favor of the Raiders. And the fact that it's not, give me the home dog. Las Vegas money line, even money. Uh got a couple of. We got the bird matchup next. We got the Arizona Cardinals visiting Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are two and a half point dogs at home. Total is at 48. Both teams coming off of a loss. Murray's supposed to be a go. I'm definitely not betting it, but I will take Arizona minus two and a half at minus 105. All right. So last time I heard yesterday, Murray was a game time decision. Uh, That had to be very questionable. I know Russ, he's a full go, obviously. He's got Metcalf. Um, Chris His Carson. finger's still fucked up. His finger's definitely yeah. still fucked up. And the, the fucking yeah. goose egg on the board last week is is living proof of it. And, um, and, and what, hold but, on really quick. And when I say uh, Murray is okay. supposed to be a go, that's me saying, yep, game time decision. Like, he's supposed to be a go. Like, game time decision. How many times you've heard game time decision percentage-wise and that player does not play? Um, decent amount. Yeah, so I'm saying Patterson there's a more week. than a heads or tail chance that yeah. Kyler Murray's going. We don't know what Kyler Murray's going to show up, but if Kyler Murray's out there, give me Kyler Murray. Yeah, and, uh, give the minus me Kyler two. Murray even without D-Hop. D-Hop is out. Yeah, he'll find a way. Christian Kirk can not only catch the motherfucker can throw to giddy the fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> I like Seattle plus 110. Fair enough. You like I, I like the home dog... In, in last matchup, you like the home dog here? You know, no problem there. Now, you had mentioned that you wanted to watch one game earlier. One game on my radar is this game I, right I, here. It, sorry to cut you off, but I said one of a few, okay? There were a few games that were going to be must-watches, and this is actually one of them, but go ahead. Yes. So this one right here, like I, I, I wish so much this would be the Monday night game because the Monday night this game, Monday night game this week is fucking trash. So this would make for bite your fucking tongue, <laughs> bite your fucking tongue. <laughs> this right? would make for an amazing Monday night matchup, guys. We have the Dallas Cowboys visiting Arrowhead. The Chiefs are minus two and a half point favorites. Total is at fifty six. And, Craig, I'm telling you right now, if the fucking total was at 65 and a half, I still wouldn't go anywhere near this. This has, you and I both know, this has the potential to fucking flirt with 100 points, dude. Like, and I'm not even, yep. there's no hyperbole here whatsoever. I'm just but saying. But they still think Dallas's defense is the best defense in the East. So, um, yeah, they could fucking shove that because easily Kansas City, dude, minus two and a half. I think Mahomes coming off last week's win, dude, he found his fucking mojo back. You know, he found what's working. Um, Edward Hilaire, he's back in the rotation in the backfield. So, boo, uh, fuck him. Yeah, dude, it, it gives them options. You know, it gives the defense another fucking It's like what we said earlier in the year with Julio Jones in Tennessee. You know, it's the type of thing where it, the you guy mean decoy is Jones, decoy Jones, yeah, decoy. We'll call him decoy Jones the rest of the year. Trademark, um, don't fucking steal it, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Mahomes found his, his swagger last week. Without you know, a doubt. He, he, he found it, and he's going back home, going back to Arrowhead. I told you a couple weeks ago when, when the Giants were playing there, I was listening to the first couple plays on the radio, 
and you could barely even hear the fucking announcers. That's right. how loud it was. So it, it's not going to be an easy game for Dak. And he's out. He, Amari Cooper's out. He's not going to have him. I mean, Zeke has been kind of hot and cold all year, too. So your run game is kind of questionable. To be honest, if, if they were smart, they would just go with Pollard and get rid of Zeke. You took the words right out of my mouth yet again. And like, no pun intended. They're literally, and we've talked about this before. I especially have talked about this before a few weeks back. They're literally spoon feeding Zeke as like, they're giving him hush fucking touchdowns. Like, yeah. they Pollard has been the better running back all year. Like, it, it doesn't take... Uh, it doesn't take a, a, an actual football fan to realize that. You know what I mean? Like, you can see yeah. that Pollard has been the better back. And it, it, it just makes you think, though. It's like, does Zeke even want to be there anymore? You know, is he sick of it? Is you he going like, to be? I don't know. Oh, yikes. I don't know. Like, he got paid, right? He got his contract, I think. I think it was either beginning of this year or beginning of last year. He got paid. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I believe he did hold out and then... You know, yeah, they, they so they he, paid him. he got paid, he got his contract, and ever since that fucking contract, dude, he really has been dog shit. And how many and times did we find ourselves saying that? Anytime anyone gets paid, it's like, well, fucking deliver. Yeah. Especially dude, if you're gonna fucking purposely hold out yeah. until you get paid and then you don't deliver, bro, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. But I mean, I understand both sides though. Running backs, I mean, NFL, what does it stand for? Not for long. You know, especially when no it comes to league. especially when it comes to running backs, though, running backs have a very short shelf life. They that's do. why I don't know what the Giants are going to do with Saquon. You know, dude's a fucking human bandaid. He gets hurt all the fucking time. So I don't even know what they're going to do with him. And I hate these running back contract negotiations because uh, look at um, Le'Veon Bell. He's got released. Yep. And. Dude, he wouldn't have got fucking released if he took the contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Probably not. Probably not. Um, well, what's your pick for this game? Well, no, what I was going to say is the fact that Mahomes had a ridiculous game last week. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the Cowboys. But again, I want no part of this spread. I just want to watch it, and I want it to be the only game on TV. I want to watch this game from start to finish. I wish it was Sunday night. I wish it was Monday night, but it's not. It's 425, not a big deal. Obviously, I think there's going to be fireworks early. I'm going to take the over 10.5 in the first quarter at minus 105. I think both teams will get at least a touchdown, and um, and yeah. And like I said earlier, if you told me this was at 65 and a half. I still would stay far, far away. 56 is a huge total. Guys, this is shaded towards the over at minus 115. And rightfully so. But uh, let's go on to our next game. Now, we have we had this game at a different line. We had the charges at minus 7. But we're actually going to get the line live right now. And right now we have it at the Steelers uh, plus five and a half on the road facing off against the Chargers. Totals at 47 and a half now. And uh, we just heard that Big Ben will get the nod. He is activated. So there was a point and a half line movement and we could not pretend that we didn't hear about it, you know? So with all that being said, Craig, who are you taking in this matchup? Uh, like the Chargers minus four. Five and a half minus one ten. Uh, I don't think Big Ben makes that big of a difference, to be honest. You'd rather Mason uh, Rudolph? Uh, either way, dude, this game ain't making my card. So, yeah, let's know, not spend that, too that, much time on it. Yeah, that, that's what I got for you. All right, fair enough. And um, I, I'm actually my pick. My the line for my pick didn't change at all. Just the price of it did. And um, you know, I've been shitting on Pittsburgh. Not only this whole season, but all of last season, even at like 11 and 0, I was shitting on them. I'm like, yeah, fucking, they suck. Um, but guess what? Pittsburgh hasn't lost a game since week five. It's pretty fucking impressive. It's like last year, dude, when they fucking went on that big run. Remember that? Right. I, we just talked about it. I literally just yeah. said it. But again, but you know, I can't bet them, <laughs> even though that big Ben is back. So I'm going to stick with my original bet 
which was the LA Chargers minus three and a half in the first half. When I got this line yesterday, it was at minus 110. Right now, it's at even money. I love it even more. I, again, I'm right there with you. I could care less that Big Ben is back. Could, could not care less. So, once again, LA Chargers minus three and a half in the first half for even money. Craig, baby, this is your time to shine. We have your beloved Giants visiting my beloved Tom Brady in Tampa. 11.5 point favorites are the Buccaneers. Total is at 49.5. Tell me something ridiculous. Go ahead. Well, for starters, um, I'm going to go with Logan Ryan. He's not going to be playing because he tested positive for COVID. It's a little uh, little downer to start with, but we're going to go up from here. Um, Saquon Barkley, he is questionable. Looks like he's Shocker. trending in the he's <laughs> he's trending in the direction of starting this week. Tony and Galladay are both go, so it's going to be. Uh, very interesting to see how Jones utilizes both of them, hoping one of them finds the end zone for the first time this season. Hard to believe neither of them have. I'm sorry to cut you off. Speaking of finding it hard to believe that they haven't found the end zone this year. Do you remember last week when I was talking about what the fuck is happening with Jacoby Myers? I go, I feel like this time yep. last year he had about seven fucking touchdowns. He got his first touchdown last week. How the fuck, me as a Patriots fan, how the fuck did I miss him not actually getting into the end zone? I probably got a... I beg your pardon? (laughs) Said you're a horrible fan. Uh, No, a terrible fan. But you know what it was, though, is I recalled one of his preseason games where he just went fucking off for, like, three tutties, and he also got, like... he, He killed it in the preseason, which made me like just oh yeah, this fucking it all blends together. When you follow every single fucking game, every single fucking week, just about they start to blend together. Neither here nor there. His his number was called a bazillion times at this point last year. It's just so crazy to me when I was watching the game last week that he just it comes across the screen. First NFL touchdown. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And it came from fucking Brian Hoya. Like, <laughs> okay. What are the fucking odds? Uh, I wish I knew the odds. <laughs> In any event, so, what do you got going on? I mean, dude, I after Tampa lost last week to Washington, and Tampa's a little banged up, and the shit with Adrian, uh, not Adrian, uh, I'll just say AB. Um, AB... The shit going on with him, dude, I I think the Giants have a solid chance. Their defense has been pretty fucking decent, um, especially before the bye week. You know, with the bye week, they uh, they've been able to rest some of their guys, which is good. Uh, I think the Giants have a pretty decent shot in this one. I'm not saying they're going to come out with the W, uh, but New York Giants plus 11 and a half minus 120. I feel like they do cover the spread. Listen, uh, I, I'm i I'm not a fan of the 11.5 myself in favor of Brady. Yeah. I I would definitely kind of sort of lean that way, kind of. I, I, I'm not saying you're, this, I'm not saying you're crazy for, for picking that. Um, And I appreciate it, you not taking them fucking money line plus 350. Dude, if you, if you go back, if you go back and listen to all my bets on the Giants this season, They've always been over unders. I'd never bet on the Giants this whole season because I just I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking put that in on on wax. I really wouldn't. I mean, off the top of no no off the top of my head, I know for a fact you did one week. Oh, week one, week one. I think because I was going. Not only that, when they were going, I believe how about this? Off the top of my head, I believe when they were going against the Cowboys, you took them first half money line at plus 195. And if I'm right about that, I'm going to fucking pat myself on the back. You might be right. But I, for the most part all season, I've stuck with over-unders with them. That's fair. The very first week. I know week one, you said you called it it under. And you said, hey, fucking Giants under is going to be a wagon. I don't know if I can take it at 49 You know and a half, what? It's because I said their defense 
and their defense didn't show up the first like four weeks of the fucking season. And now they're starting to fucking show up. So uh, they're a little late to the party, but um, that's the, that's the bet I'm going with. I'm going with the plus uh, 11 and a half uh, minus 120. Um, I know it's a big margin here, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm down to down to take that gamble this week. Um, I'm not down to take any gamble on this game whatsoever. This is strictly for show purposes only. I, I really like Tampa Bay in the first quarter minus three and a half. I think it's going to be seven, nothing. Um, and even if it's seven, three, I still, I still win this bet, but dude, Tom Brady, he lost his last two games. How often do you hear about Tom Brady losing three in a row? Yeah, no, you you're you're completely right. I and mean, I think it's Tom Brady, right? I think if Tom Brady had like two, if if the previous two games were both blowout wins in favor of Tampa, without batting a fucking eyelash, I would be all over the Giants at at you know plus eleven and a half at minus one twenty. I'd probably make it my fucking bankroll bet to be honest. But given the past. Two weeks of him playing and they lose. I have to believe that Brady wants nothing more, especially against the Giants, to put up fucking 21 points. So that's why I think that Tampa Bay minus three and a half in the first quarter at minus 115 is an absolute smash fest. Before we get to our bankroll bets, I have some uh, injuries here. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to give go you the through, floor. Uh, I'm going to go through the list real quick. I'm going to say uh, the the one, the names people would recognize here. Uh, so players out this Sunday, Alvin Kamara, uh, <laughs> Marquise Brown, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks. Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Carson, TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick. If you heard your name, you will not be playing this Sunday. <laughs> uh, players expected to play this Sunday. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. Uh, let's see who else here. Patrick Peterson, Miles Sanders, Dallas Godert. Goddard, however Dallas you Goddard. want to I say Goddard, you it. can say Goddard. You can say whatever the fuck you want. All we know is uh, that Dallas Goddard and uh, Goddard is not listening, so they're not going to be offended if you fucking butcher Clyde that Edwards name. Hilaire, Joey fuck Bosa, uh, Chase Claypool, and Ben Roethlisberger. If you heard your name, grab your pads and suit up. So that is what I have for the injury report this week. Chris, so, who do you have for your bankroll bet this week? Before I answer that, my man, one player you did not mention. The first player you mentioned, actually. I was going off Adam Scheffner. No, so no, 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 no. Listen, we, dude, Scheffner's legit, <laughs> man. He's he's like the he's like the Woj of fucking NFL. I, to, I totally get that. I totally respect everything that he has to say. One player you did not mention, which has me concerned, if you let me fucking finish, was... Um, was Jeff Wilson. I'm sorry, not Jeff. I'm Elijah Mitchell. You never mentioned once Elijah Mitchell. And that has me concerned because I picked up Jeff Wilson in the absence of the first player you had mentioned. Alvin Kamara, once again, will not be starting in my fucking lineup. So I picked up Jeff, Jeff Wilson, who's supposed to be the lead back for, uh, for San Fran this week. And I know I took a giant shit all over San Fran every single week and you know, this week included, but, um, you know, it worked for me last week. I'm going to try it again this week and, um, I'm hoping to beat Skitty. I'm facing Skitty this week. No, nothing to add. Not a big deal, but, uh, <laughs> no, you looked like you wanted to say something. I don't care. No, um, no, no. I got nothing. But yeah, so Elijah, Elijah Mitchell has some sort of finger issue. He's listed as doubtful for the game, and this was as early as uh, yesterday, as this you know this was reported. So, yeah, I picked up Jeff Wilson. I'm not going to start him in DFS. I'm not going to hope for anything, but uh, I I know I definitely have my work cut out for me this week. But um, to you know, to my bankroll bet, I'm just going to go with my gut here. Uh, and 
you know, before I give that, this is a pretty tough week this week. There was nothing that was like, oh my God, I'm absolutely fucking in love with that. I agree. But what I, what I was in heavily liked with, if you want to say it like that, was the Detroit and Cleveland under 43 and a half. If Baker Mayfield is a go, I still think he's hurt. I don't think he's 100%. And who the fuck is Tim Boyle? DeAndre Swift is going to fucking eat. I, I'm, I'm excited to have him in my lineup. But from, uh, from what I do here, Tim Boyle might have a little fucking pep in his step. I don't know. I'm not saying they don't cover the 10.5. I'm not saying they don't get blown out if Baker Mayfield is 100%, but it could be 41 to nothing. So give me the under 43.5 at minus 105 for my bankroll bet. Where are you going? I like Green Bay money line. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Green Bay minus 120. Green Bay money line minus 120 for you. Detroit, Cleveland under 43.5 at minus 105 for me. Uh, that's going to do it for our show. Would love to thank each and every one of you for listening and tuning in. If you want to know any any more of our bets, you can follow me on Twitter at Galley Gambles. If you want to find out what Craig is going to be betting, if he decides to post it, it's going to be at uh, Picks. And um, we'll see you early next week. We're going to try to never do a Saturday night show ever again. We're going to do Tuesday next week because of the Thanksgiving games. So uh, since I just said it, we have to do it now, Craig. Agree? I absolutely agree, man. All right. We're going to do it for Tuesday night, and uh, you'll be able to tune in shortly after that. Um, Once again, we'd like to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Craig, anything else to add? Just remember the last time Danny Dimes was in Tampa, what happened? That's all I got to leave it at. All right, and uh, take care.